that I need to discuss. Please. So I have this theory, and I've had this for a while, that the NSA, as you know, watches our internet history just as like a country, right? (laughs) Um, But I have had this theory for a long time that I was brainwashed with Santa as a child. Like, I'm very afraid of this idea. Anyway, a different story. So I have... That's so much to unpack. (laughs) So anyway, I have this idea that I have a specific NSA agent that watches all the things that I do. And I'm pretty sure that their name is Tom. Anyway, it's fine. Um, So... Like from MySpace? (laughs) No, not that. Maybe that's Tom. That would be... No, not that time. Maybe that's the world's Tom. most famous Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make me think that's a Tom. I think it's someone. I think it's a different Tom. Anyway, so I always think about that when I Google stuff, especially when I did NaNoWriMo and stuff. But specifically, I want to address a few things about my internet history as of late. Specifically, since we started this podcast and all of the fan fiction I've had to look up, Tom, mm-hmm. that's not me. That's research. <laughs> and two. I realized, and this is a different tangent, but I try to go to bed really early because I'm a six-year-old, and sometimes, I don't know if I've addressed it on this podcast, but I sleep text, so I'll wake up in the morning and realize that I've had conversations with people and I don't remember it. It's That's a different story. But I realized when I woke up this morning that when I opened my phone, I apparently was watching the music video The Creep last night. Ali, you can't just throw all of that onto me right now. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. You just unleashed, like, so many decades of, like, childhood trauma and, like, your weird NSA dude. Like, what? What? So that's what the fact that you were watching a Lonely Island music video in your sleep. So that's where I'm at. How are you, Cody? <laughs> I just... What? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're you're taking advantage of this time and replacing that with therapy, which is this is no. not that. No, <laughs> I don't bring up any of this stuff with Julia. Thank you, though. <laughs> I feel like you know it might be helpful next next week. You know, <laughs> just to slip it in to talk to her so about much. my theory about Tom. <laughs> About a dude, a specific NSA agent watching, like, this is a fucking episode of Scandal? Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I still need to watch that show. It's great. Okay. Thank you. Anyway. That is the re- That is- <laughs> I gotta go. We need to stop this podcast. Thanks, folks. Um, I gotta- This is now a Scandal podcast. <laughs> Listen. This is a Shondaland podcast. <laughs> I'm not opposed. Everything Shonda does, I, we're here. Yeah. And we're gonna analyze her really, you know, weird- opinions on race blind casting which are just eh, not ideal but you know leave your truth shonda i guess isn't she now a part of plant parenthood i think i saw that on the news this week aka on twitter i don't (laughs) the news right (laughs) um so anyway that's where i'm at um (laughs) and i just felt like i needed to share that with you so where do we go from there? I can't I can't do a podcast now with that information in my head. Are you kidding? Me? That is my Cheeto champ of this week. So, we can't we have to stop bringing up things from other podcasts. Okay, my life is a podcast. That's never going to change. So, let me live my truth. <laughs> this is who I am, dad. It's not a fucking face. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of not being in a phase, we should talk about Femme as Fuck. Okay, so, yay, there's a new oh! Earbud Media podcast, and it it's called Femme as Fuck, or Femme AF, for, you know, I, censorship purposes. <laughs> I am so proud of this podcast, especially because this motherfucker, who I adore, and I am so proud of, sounds like Miranda Sings in the best fucking way possible. And I I've never thought about that, but I dig it. I love that so much. And it entrances So it's hosted me. by the amazing femme bisexual Canadian Ileana, who is just like my spirit and just the love of my life. All of the segments of the podcast are... There's so many and they're all like quality. I love them all. I'm so intrigued. Please go support this podcast. Yeah, you can find them on Twitter at FemAF Podcast and pretty much everywhere at FemAF Podcast, and they're on SoundCloud. And hopefully, by the time this is up on iTunes, hell yeah! So that would make my life a lot out. easier. So please do that. 
Another thing that is on our agenda to unpack. I feel very... The agenda. <gasps> I feel very, like, call your girlfriend right now with having, like, an agenda. Yes. Um, let's chat about a comment that I got this week about the ableist language that, one, we discuss in this podcast, and two, that mm-hmm. we use in this podcast. Yes. Because that is... It's kind of like an overall discussion piece that should happen. Yeah. We could go on forever about this. Yes. But basically... Allie made a wonderful video for her YouTube channel. Oh my god. I don't know if you know about it because she's doing Veda this year. So like, Cody, you know, shut whatever. up. That's so cute. She's making videos every single day and it's wild. But one of them was about like ableist language and like how important it was to her to be like actively call it out and like not use it. We try to make that a huge point in this podcast because it's in everything, especially yes. these novels. So it's important to like actively call it out and discuss it. I am not as far along in the calling out process as Allie is and a lot of other people that I know are. That's a privilege of mine that it's not wasn't something that I thought a lot about of. Sure. So I've been actively trying to check myself, but I make mistakes like a lot. So, <laughs> and I don't want to make excuses because that's shitty. And sure. I am trying very hard. And I'm trying to replace them with a lot of other words, as you can tell, probably by me just scrambling for, for words that aren't ableist. Listen, we use banana bread for a reason, <laughs> all right? Um, it's so fun. But yeah, I'm trying, and I try to make it, if it's ever on the podcast, I try very hard to like edit it out, but sometimes I miss them, so that's my bad. Banana bread is like our, I don't know, like our fake meat as we transition <laughs> oh to God. like a plant-based lifestyle like it's like our transition step yeah I mean as someone who is very opposed to ableist language your girl Mm -hmm. still finds herself using it sometimes like even in very subtle like nuanced ways so Mm -hmm. it's steeped in our culture it's steeped in our language it's It's hard to avoid (laughs) especially because and this is something that we texted about too that as folks who mimic each other to show that we are paying attention, we utilize mm-hmm. other people's language. So yeah. if other folks are using it, it's bound to come up in your language unless you are like very on top of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it's a process. There's a learning curve. We get it. But it is something that is definitely like on our mind in this mm-hmm. process, especially because we're reading Twilight and it's yeah. it's rife Maybe with if it. Stephanie checked herself a couple times in writing this. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely gives us a point of analysis, like literally every episode, I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something to keep in mind for me as well. I'm glad that it was brought up. Yeah. Which is dope. Mm-hmm. Now, we should probably talk about this shit show. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Oh, uh, my God. Man, I... It's so nasty. <laughs> I hate this. I... I forgot that there was so many gross parts of New Moon. And as someone who, like, objectively loves New Moon, it's yeah. so gross. You were so full of hope at the beginning of this. You're like, fuck Twilight, New Moon is a goddamn jam. <laughs> I'm pretty this is going to be the best. And here we are, like, a couple episodes in. We're like, I hate myself more than I've ever read anything before. The problem with enjoying very problematic content is that Mm. it would be very easy to make a compilation video of me being like oh my god I love the series and then just like quick cut to like this (laughs) fucking sucks like this is trash chapter 11 is titled cults so um (laughs) (laughs) yikes my friends we're not off to a great start we immediately get to know that Bella's palms sweat when she has bad dreams. So uh, I don't know if that's hashtag relatable, but I didn't need to know it at all. Yikes. Is it bad that I don't want to talk about this chapter like at all? Yeah, I don't like this, but I do. The one thing that was that brought me a little bit of joy is that every once in a while we get a little bit of Stephanie dating herself. Honestly. And so she brings up the fact that because like Bella's calling Billy every single minute of the day because she can't take a hint. Yes. That Jacob's not interested and is, you know, not wanting to talk. And so she's like, hey, maybe Billy's avoiding me. Like, maybe he invested in caller ID. And I was like, my favorite thing. Uh, Bella misses Jacob. I dare say at this moment in time more than she misses Edward. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, because of the fact that it's such a pressing need on her. She's like, I had this thing that was helping me fill, like, the literal gaping hole, which she calls it, in her heart. And now it's gone. And that's completely unacceptable for me. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's not okay. There's something she says at the, near the end of, like, this reading that's like, when I, I was okay with, or not okay with Edward leaving, but, like, I understood it more because he was a supernatural guy leaving in a supernatural way. And, like, that made sense in my brain. Right. But when it was someone Jacob, who visibly was very normal and was a very normal part of her life for the first time, and him leaving as abruptly was very much like damaging to her psyche because she didn't know how to handle that. Because she's like, I wanted to be with you and I wanted to have this relationship, friendship, whatever with you because you weren't like Edward and because you weren't just gonna like disappear on me for like my safety or for being dangerous and all that stuff. So like she kind of lost that, you know, safety net that he was in her life. Yeah, I, mm, this whole chapter is rife with Bella having abandonment issues and it hurts (sighs) to read Mm -hmm. and it makes me sad. So I'm so sad. (laughs) Yikes is the big thing. The chapter basically starts off with Bella being like, fuck this, fuck everybody. I'm going to just drive down to the push and confront him because this is not acceptable for me. Mm -hmm. Great idea, Bells. Because you're yeah, not like, taking the hint anyway, so... Hey, y'all, if uh, if you find someone ghosts you, just drive to their fucking house. Right. And <laughs> just do a stakeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait for them to fucking come home. Yeah, because that's totally acceptable and not crossing any social boundaries. Bella, oh, oh my God. I want to just lo- always lovingly shake her. <laughs> like, I... I... <laughs> but the loving is just getting so, like... <laughs> small at this point it's like you're just making it so hard one of my favorite things though is so bella and charlie have a conversation and charlie says quote this wolf problem is getting out of hand which like honestly (laughs) that's the rest of this fucking series like (laughs) (laughs) especially coming from him and charlie being the one who throughout the rest of the series is very unaware of what is going on in his mm-hmm. his sacred town like his special <laughs> space um it's amazing to me that he says that i do feel like we get a little bit from charlie of like him not really listening to bella oh, a lot in this chapter he very much has loyalties to the people that also do jobs similar to him like sam Uli and like billy and all these people that are very close to him yes. and like protecting the town or whatever but when Bella comes up and saying, hey, I think Samuel is kind of being a dick and I think there's something up because, you know, Jake is my bud and he's like ignoring me. What the fuck's up with that? And then Charlie's like, nah, he's a great kid. Like, everything's fine. Right. Psht. And she's like, no, but like, listen, what? I'm just... <laughs> Especially because, I mean, I think... I mean, I don't know because I don't know anybody that's like a police officer or anything, but most folks are taught to trust their instincts in that space. Mm. Like maybe not initially, but like if you're having a fear reaction, Mm -hmm. there's probably something to that that should be validated anyways. So especially that he's having this conversation at the station and it's not like a father-daughter conversation. It's like a chief and I don't know, like a a person in Forks conversation, just like a citizen. It's handled in a very interesting way when viewed that way, I guess. And he's also sort of like, well, I have a lot of my plate and so yeah. he's like disregarding all of her emotions and stuff. And like, it's very shitty, but also he's very strained by what's going on with Bella and also seeing her get, you know, too invested in this dude and getting her heartbroken again. And so he's just not dealing with those emotions in the right way. Like right. normally he would be more like protective and trying to like make her, make her feel better and make her feel safe and like not vulnerable. But... Now he's just kind of like, not lashing out, but just not, you know, getting it the same way. Right. And still just being like, well, I'm, you know, I got all this stuff on my plate. All this, all these fucking bad wolves are happening and I'm not here for that. So I'm trying not people to get fucking murdered or whatever. Yeah. And isn't really prioritizing her. They're both, I think, trying to do their best in the moment, but their bests are not matching up <laughs> no. for each other. No. <laughs> it's weird. I did think... And this is an important quote where it's like, Bells, please, God. Um, so she's driving down to La Push, right? And she says, I'd sit in front of his house all night if I had to. I'd miss school. The boy was going to have to come home sometime. And when he did, he was going to have to talk to me. And it's like, okay, Bell, 
I love the sass. I love the passion. Why are you putting it in this direction is the thing. Yeah. It's not great. It is not. It's not great. Um, <laughs> but we get to hear from Quill, I guess, and have a little yeah. bit of this, which is like, I don't know. This part made me really sad. I kind of forgot how sad this bit was. Yeah. He's just... He just like lost his best friend. I know. And he just doesn't know why. And he just thinks it's this whole like actual cult that's that Sam Dooley is conducting <laughs> yeah. and he's just like I just want my friend back and he's just and he's like I don't want to be in this cult but I also love Jacob and I like you know want to be with my friend but I just it's all this conflicting and like Bella's looking at him he's like I think he's gonna cry right now <laughs> I think this really big boy is gonna cry in front of me. I invited this guy into my car and he's just gonna start sobbing <laughs> he's just weeping <laughs> I'm over here ready to like throw hands and this kid's just crying <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I thought that that was wild, especially because, like, he's not only genuinely sad, but he is genuinely afraid. Like, he is upset by the fact that, like, his grandfather and everybody around genuinely respect Sam and Mm -hmm. are not realizing what he thinks is going on, which is wild, and I feel so bad. (laughs) Um, And then he just... Like, even Bella offers to, like, literally drive him to his house. He's like, no, I'll get out. And then just, like, rolls out of the car. Like, it's weird. I don't... (laughs) It's a very interesting experience there. So Bella sits in front of Jacob's house. (laughs) With, like, binoculars. Yeah. Just fucking waiting. Feet on the dashboard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially because, like, she... She does. She mentions that Billy sees her. And that she waves at him. Oh, why? Which, like, Ugh. the fucking nerve of this chick, I swear. What a wild gal. It's like, yeah, hi. I see you've been ignoring my phone calls, Billy. Who does that? Oh, my God. It's so wild. Oh, my God. And especially because so Stephanie Meyer even had to write in that she had enough time to just start doodling before mm. Jacob finds her. And it's like, well... I thought that it was amazing how mm. in-depth Stephanie Meyer goes into the fact that Jacob has changed. Because it's yeah, like, lengthy. It's, it's like a goddamn novel, again. Uh, yeah, it's an, a novel within a novel, I would say. There's Although, a, guess what, y'all? Fucking short hair Jacob, we're here. Yep. <laughs> We've made it. We've crossed the threshold. No more wig. God bless. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's so bad. It's such a bad time. Apparently, even though it's a novel within a novel of all these adjectives, at the end of it, she says, but the physical changes were insignificant, which like, okay. Um, (laughs) Hey, you know how we talk for like three hours about this? How about just fuck it? (laughs) It's nothing compared to the fact that he's staring at her with these like menacing eyes. So, yikes. Especially because, so her first thought is that she wants to be a vampire because she sees all these bad boys, bad boys, but they're not. They're just like shirtless men. Um, (laughs) um, They're just boys. They're literally just like youths. Uh, And she admonishes herself for this thought, which was so wild. I did not expect that. So anyway, I did think it was interesting, though, that Jacob is like, what do you want? Jacob, what do you think she wants? Like, oh, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not surprised because Jacob has said some things that are kind of like out there. But this whole situation is nasty, nasty, nasty. Yep. Yeah. And sad. Just not good. The fact that Bella has to say to Jacob, I thought we were friends makes my heart hurt, y'all. And he says we were, like, emphasis on were. And I'm yeah. like, you bitch, bitch, what? <laughs> what? Fucking nerve, what? It's been, like, what, two days? He's like, yeah, we're no longer friends anymore, yep. asshole. I, my favorite thing about this, though, is that Bella starts cursing. Um, <laughs> because that is a Bella that I love and I want yeah, more of. it's pretty good. Yeah, I love that. I need more of it. And I'm very proud of Bella for just like not accepting everything that Jacob is doing in this moment. Hey, so like what's up with Bella always getting broken up with in the woods? Yo, at this point, why does (laughs) when any if anyone ever says, can we take a walk? She should very strongly say no. Like I am opposed. Her political platform is no walks. Like (laughs) (laughs) never. 
we're not having any talks. <laughs> <laughs> Get an elliptical because we're not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> I hate the fact that this happens. And especially because, so he's like bringing up the colons and stuff. And she's like, I, please don't. And he's like oh. still doing it. And I'm like, you know, she's vulnerable and still like isn't over it. Yep. And now that you're leaving her also, like she's going to be doubly pissed and also emotionally affected by it and then on top of it apparently edward's voice is in her head too and basically Mm -hmm. the only thing that he's saying is bella shut up just like let this happen literally everyone's just talking around her and she's just like i guess i'm good here i guess i don't have to do anything now y'all can fight amongst yourselves in your brains oh man it just hurts like, the fact that we we have her as a narrator and she still doesn't have, like, the priority in these conversations is so baffling. <laughs> and it's not even done in, like, a, I'm going to do this as a social commentary. It's like, nope, that's just how you nope. feel is the thing. <laughs> it makes me so sad. It, I do hate that, once again, we keep having this theme of Bella being surrounded by boys who get really upset yep. and also because of that violent uh and yeah that's not a narrative that i like absolutely not and it was the same narrative we got with edward with him being as soon as he was mad like a little bit regardless of like who it was too he would be violent and also wasn't violent towards bella but still like very violent and aggressive behavior yeah which is damaging and like she's already like gonna fucking cry at any moment so like maybe not and we see that again with our sweet soft boy yep. like <laughs> No, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that voice and saying Jacob's name is how I feel about him always. Like, <laughs> just imagine me shaking him. Just like, honestly, no. like that that time when Tyra yells, like <laughs> yeah. the like I believe Jacob all the time. That is literally how I feel about Jacob. <laughs> like I believe in this character and he deserves so much, but the fact that he acts like this just pisses me off so much like mm-hmm. stop especially because bella asks right like are you breaking up with me and he's like mm, that's uh, no because <laughs> if if that was the case like i'd say let's be friends and i can't even say that and it's like okay what is bella supposed to take from that information because right. that is not clear <laughs> no in no way is that um, a very clear statement which is exactly what edward did too yeah, they weren't oh, speaking God. in clear no nope. communication which stop like i hate that can we just be direct with each other for like a goddamn second please it makes me really sad that bella has to get to the point where she's like please jake you promised i need you and all jacob can say is like i'm sorry and it's like Mm-mm. <laughs> here's what's fucked up about that though because he sets up this entire conversation he's like being standoffish and he's not really telling her anything and he's just being really ridiculous and being violent and just being like really not Jacob and then as soon as she gets like you know she continues to be really emotional about it because like he's her fucking friend and like she's he's just refusing to talk to her about anything he pulls this fucking 180 and being like no it's my fault don't worry about it like I'm sorry and like bitch what what does that even mean what does that even mean like (laughs) I just it's so and it's so like what is she gonna do with that information like that's gonna fuck her up more because it's gonna be like well not that she needs anyone to be mad at, but she doesn't really have that anymore because she doesn't have anyone to blame for this. And that's really harmful when it's really vague and she still doesn't have like this really important person in her life, but has no one to really blame for the cause of that. And just kind of like, you can't just like leave and be like, no, we're not going to be friends. There's no real reason though. You're chill and I'm chill. We're just not right. going to do this. Like that's so damaging. Yep. And her brain is not going to take that very well. I The only thing about this, too, is, like, she tries to call him out on it, right? It's like, it's not mm-hmm. you, it's me. There's a new one. And I was like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, And he still can't really say what he wants to. And she even tries to tell him that, right? Of, like, what are you saying, Jacob? <laughs> and he still can't answer that. Even though after apologizing again, he just leaves. And then again, she's standing there alone in the rain and it's like hmm wonder what's gonna happen here the worst yeah the worst thing too is like when billy comes out and (sighs) my heart my fucking heart it hurt so much 
Okay, okay let's set the fucking scene because af- in the split second it starts like fucking downpouring. And Bella's like right. a literal wet dog. Yep. And Billy Play <laughs> hey, opens the door. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I called Charlie. I said you're com- you're on your way home. And Bella's just like, fuck, I guess. And then just like w- slowly walks through a car, sopping yeah. wet, and just drives back home. <laughs> Because what else is she supposed to do now? What else? Like, there's nothing. Yeah. And this whole next page is just full of italics of her just, like, Mm. trying to keep it together. Because, yet again, she's going through another traumatic experience. And not only is it traumatic, but it's literally triggering and bringing up the worst of her fears and abandonment issues and yet here she is in a metal vehicle that could not only harm her but other people that's not what you need right now no great no i was not expecting though for her to compare her trauma to cheese though is the thing (laughs) which was i mean listen there are glimmers of comedy (laughs) within these really sad sad pages it just hurts me. And now I also feel like Swiss cheese. Um, but <laughs> Constant I <don't>, mood. <laughs> but I don't know, like, why she compared it to crumbling cheese. Because that's, like, feta or some shit. Like, Stephanie Meyer, do you know your cheeses? No. <laughs> I, listen. Clearly she's been doing research on the wrong things. <laughs> she's been on the wrong side of Google. I'll say that for damn sure. Although we get to see Charlie redeem himself a little bit. Yeah, this because, whole side hurts, though, is Yeah, the thing. my heart is bad. <laughs> and she comes home, like, really fucking sad. And she's like, yeah, Samuel Lee said I can't be friends with Jacob anymore. <laughs> like, she's in third grade. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't hang out with him anymore. I can't go over to his house. And then Charlie's like, what? Yep. You're going to tell my, my precious daughter <laughs> what to do with her friends? No one and tells the like, swan what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I own this land. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, what a white man. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Yikes>. And so like he's on the phone. Like she takes a shower and he immediately he's on the phone with Billy being like, You tell my daughter what to do with your son? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Y'all are gonna play nice. I don't yeah. play games. I'm Charlie fucking Swan, okay? <laughs> the only thing that I thought was kind of messed up about this, though, is he's a man of the law, <laughs> and he's taking his personal experiences into his job because of the fact that he says, like, if these boys, a.k.a. like the Quileute boys, set mm-hmm. one toe out of line, like, he's going to know about it. And that mm-hmm. set, like, a weird connotation of, like, let's just criminalize all the people of color in this area. And I was like, Charlie, I love you. You're the best person in this whole series. (laughs) Don't go down that road. Just You are a diamond in the rough for sure. Yeah, please don't do that. So. My sweet son. (laughs) Right, yeah. But I did think it was pure that he went all like dad mode on it. Um, It was very cute. It was cute. I'm so over Bella Dream and like I'm, hearing yeah, about I've it be, i mean i've been over it but like god can we use any other metaphors like literally anything to symbolize what she's thinking of besides her screaming in bed and <laughs> just like why why bella wants to be screaming for in bed for a different reason listen than this. just and i'd rather her a read that orgasm at this point come on <laughs> Are you kidding me honestly <laughs> it's what she deserves <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't need to be triggering, like, all these bad memories and having abandonment issues. She needs that good, good love. So, anyway, the chapter ends with, like, some spookiness. I don't know. (laughs) She wakes up and hears a creepy noise. And that's how chapter 11 ends. As if you're not going to, like, turn the fucking page. I don't know. Like, it's not (laughs) some... suspense is killing me. It's not like tune into next episode to see what happens. Like, uh. Honestly, I would not put it past Stephanie at all to release her books in like chapter increments. <laughs> tune in next <sighs> week at New Moon. <laughs> if she could have monetized a fan fiction oh website, she definitely would have, is the thing. She fucking would have. So chapter 12, it's titled Intruder, which just keeping up with those good, good titles, aren't you, Steph? Thank you. (laughs) Really great. Really needed that 
The one thing about this, though, that was like hashtag relatable, though, was Bella very still, like still asleep, like stumbling (laughs) out of her bed and like running to the window trying to figure out what was going on. I was like me anytime that my alarm goes off, like because I I keep my alarm on my iPad and I keep it across the room so that I have to get up to get it. And that's life goals. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll just like hit the snooze button and just like never wake up. I feel like that every morning of like, where did I put my iPad last night? Like, I don't <laughs> just like a mystery every single morning. <laughs> yeah, so that was a big mood for me, honestly. I <laughs> I did think that it made me really sad though that she was like, "Well, I'm dead now because this is Victoria coming for me." So bye, <laughs> peace. <laughs> hey, folks, this is my last vlog. Like, I'm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vlogging from the afterlife now, so. <laughs> I'm astral projecting <laughs> my spirit into this video format. <laughs> uh, I just had to come back because I know you all are asking for it. So it's not actually Victoria, though, y'all. Um, it's just Jacob. And he's swinging from a fucking tree. I don't know. Like, Can we stop just like as a society doing this whole thing where like you have a fight with this with a boy and immediately they come after outside of your fucking window when you're sleeping can we stop that because that's in like too many things <laughs> that's in like too many things it's wild to me one that all of these houses have trees like literally right next to their <laughs> windows because that does not seem safe to be fair no it's not um, good stop the boys climbing into your windows please just stop them <laughs> Yeah, I, the frustrating thing about that too is like not even High School Musical is safe from that trope, which makes me sad. High School um, Musical isn't safe from any trope. They created all the tropes, Allie. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs> the minute you touch my HSS, sorry, cancelled. <laughs> I let you into my safe space with the Twilight Saga, but now you dare come to... I'm here to tear down all of your uh, pop culture safe spaces because they're all garbage. Okay, well, at least I'm not rewatching Glee, so... Hey, listen, I've been taking a break. It's probably for the best. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry, folks. Um, I don't know how to focus anymore because now all I'm thinking about is High School Musical. Anyway... Welcome to um... Tangent Cast. Cody. <laughs> I need to talk about the fact that Bella is still, like, crying when this is happening. And (laughs) Jacob is swinging from this tree. And the only thing that she can focus on... Like, he's literally about to start swinging. Like, he's the definition (laughs) of me. I gotta go. (laughs) I cannot handle that. I cannot handle the fact, too, that she's just, like, very concerned with him (laughs) in this situation. Like... I just would... this very long boy is just swinging on a tree. <laughs> like it seems like a mile away from his her window, and he's just gonna fucking alley oop inside of it. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? My first instinct, if I ever saw that, would just be to start laughing, um, <laughs> and to like grab my phone. I don't know. Like yeah. Oh my god. If this was now, she would have been Snapchatting this. Oh hell yeah, I would have been too. Been Instagram living this shit. Are you kidding me? Oh heck yeah. That would have been me. The weird thing, too, so, like, Jacob needs to know at this point. Like, he has to know that he's not on good territory with Bella. And the first thing, basically, that he says is, get out of the way. And it's like, excuse me? What are you saying? You come into my home? Literally? Literally. (laughs) Literally my home? (laughs) You fuck with my tree and you tell me to get out of the way? After immediately saying deuces, I'm never going to talk to you ever again. We're not friends. Bye. And they'd be like, hey, can you fucking move so I can get inside your space? Thank you. Thank you. God, the uh, the entitlement of young teenage boys is truly astounding to me. <laughs> is it bad that I have what a mighty good man stuck in my head right now after talking about this? It's like just the irony of... I don't want to talk to you, Bella, but I'm going to take over your room now. <laughs> like, and Bella would just like leave, honestly. Like, she would go find a new home. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so Jake swings himself into Bella's room. And yet again, we have another boy in Bella's room at night that she did not ask for. He's just there smiling. 
And honestly, same, because Bella says, that was a bit much for me. <laughs> and she's not talking about his pencil dick. Like, she's talking oh about my him. God. Absolutely not, Ellie. <laughs> Canceled. Get out of my life. I'm going to do this podcast. Stop. No. I know. I'm going to get over it. Um, no. Okay. Anyway. So here's uh, what's silly about this, right? Sure. Because it's been like, what, a couple hours, maybe, tops? Yeah. Maybe and, like six, no, like five or something. And yeah. Jacob really hasn't figured out what he's doing in that time from coming back to his home to Bella's. Right. Because he's like, I'm here to apologize. And yet he can't say anything or explain himself. No. Which he, for like valid reasons, whatever, you're a werewolf and you can't talk about it. I get it. But like, just think in your brain, you can't just apologize and not expect Bella to want an explanation. Yeah. Especially in the way that you did. But he's sort of like, I'll just say I'm sorry, and it's chill. And then as soon as Bella, like, questions that, he's like, um, I thought we were good. Like, I just right. I don't understand. And she says this thing, which is basically her throughout this entire series. It's like, I don't know why you came here, Jacob, if you're just going to give me riddles instead of answers. Which, like, literally, yes. her entire relationship with every single man ever. I love that. Ever. Forever. Ever. That's such an important... Like, this whole <sighs> Finally, scene... Finally, just, like, a shining bit of, like, self-awareness, but also, like, standing up for herself. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, this whole scene has some really good gems from Bella mm-hmm. of being like, no, I don't accept your apology because I don't want apologies. I didn't want this yeah. to happen. Like, I don't... Yeah. I was just like, hell yes. Yes, Fuck I love yeah. this. <laughs> and this Bella's back in very, very small increments. Yeah. Blink and you'll miss it, but <laughs> I thought you were gonna say blink and you'll miss her. Like she's just like ocean aiding this around. She's gone girl. <laughs> oh, our gone girl's back. Uh, there she is. <laughs> we found her again. <laughs> Where has that girl gone? She is everywhere. Where's Bella? Our new Where's Waldo game. God. Where in the world is Bella Swan? <laughs> Not in fucking San Diego, even though she yeah, wants to be. Sure. <laughs> Surrounded by all that brown, that girl would just be on oh my God. high heaven. <laughs> that could be taken so many places. <laughs> oh my God. I gotta go. I gotta go. I just understood you know, what dirt. you were saying. <laughs> I was literally talking about dirt, but I gotta go. I cannot believe you. <laughs> I. You're a gem, you know that? <laughs> I was... It's her favorite color. I wasn't talking about people. I hate this. Oh, my God. Just leave me alone. I'm just a pure person. Um, you know I can't do that. but I'm a pure person, I say, as I talk about this all the time. <laughs> Listen, the duality of man is here to stay. I embody it in its truest form. <laughs> Um, okay, my favorite thing about this, and by favorite thing, I mean my least favorite thing, is Jacob getting pissed off because Bella doesn't understand what he's not saying. I, it's so silly. It's so middle school to me. It, yeah, and like, I get it, he's a child, and whatever. It's just so silly. All of the boys in her life are gonna giving her all these, you know, literal riddles and not giving her straight information, and right. she's fucking sick of it, like, understandably. Yeah. And the fact that he's just like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why we're not, why we're not cool here. It's like, because you're just talking in circles, and you're not really explaining anything, and not even trying to. Just you be clear. Yeah. And you can do that without, like, revealing your secret. And I think he eventually gets there, because he starts relating it to her. He's like, hey, you've ever had a situation where you've had a really big secret and you have to keep it even if it's not yours to tell? Right. And that's where it finally gets through to her that she's like, okay, like, I get it. But he, it takes him so long to get there. Yeah. And it's just so ridiculous. Like, maybe just think <laughs> about this whole situation for once. Yeah, why don't you just relate it to something that she can understand if you're not going to blatantly say it outright? Right. And there's but... ways to do that. It's just you don't have to be like hey, I'm going to apologize, but also not tell you why. And just you're just going to have to live with that. And it's going to be cool, you know? And we're also still not going to talk. Right. Bye. And I understand that he's, like, not allowed to talk about what's happening. Right. right. But the frustrating thing, though, is here he is 
Literally, it says with his fists pressed against his forehead, breathing fast and muttering to her, like, you know this, you know what I'm talking about. And he, mm. she literally has to tell him, like, Jake, I'm exhausted. I can't do yeah. this right now. You just put me through all of this stuff this past few days and especially yesterday. Can we do this in the morning? Why are you here right now? <laughs> like The amount of emotional trauma he put her through the past couple weeks of her literally calling him every single day, like multiple times and like being really stressed out because he literally ghosted her like the in the purest definition and everyone connected to him like just stop talking to her well i mean he and wolfed now, her but oh my god <laughs> anyway <laughs> and well they have this really emotional confrontation that doesn't solve anything and then he comes back into her life after saying hey i'm never gonna see you again bye right and then like makes her do these mind games in order for him not to blow his cover. I did so not think you were going to say cover. Sorry. What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go on, please. I want to keep listening to you talk about New Moon. It makes me very happy. <laughs> Thank you. It's just really silly. And it's it like, is. you can't do this. You can't put her through all these hoops. And just expect so much out of her when you're not going to be at the same level for her, you know? Yep. Like, he's not as emotionally invested as her as she is in him at this point because he's literally abandoning her for reasons, whatever. <laughs> but, like, you have to, like, meet her halfway to get some common ground. Sure, sure, yeah. It makes me sad that when she's talking about protecting the colon secret that she says that it was, like, unrequited because I was like, meh. That's sad. <sighs> Um, and I do love how offended she is that he knows that the clones are vampires, and she's like, "That was my thing. What? That, yeah. was, that was all that made me unique. That I knew these vampires. What? Excuse me. I'm supposed to be a manic pixie dream girl. How are you a manic pixie dream girl too, Jacob? <laughs> yeah. There can oh only God. be one manic pixie dream girl in Forks, Jacob. <laughs> Get out of here. Instead of having short hair, it's just like pink. <laughs> I love that. He mentions that he is in this gang for life. It is a life sentence. And Bella mentions that instead they should just run away and leave Sam behind. As if that would break this life sentence that he has. Right. Also, why is she still willing to just like leave everything for a man? For these boys? Again. For for these children? <laughs> these these boys? For this eight year old. <laughs> actual toddler <laughs> like poor Charlie newborn <laughs> and he keeps getting abandoned by the women in his life and Abella is so willing to just leave him again and like <laughs> as soon as the opportunity comes up she's like you know what there's a sweet ass boy bye Charlie later <laughs> like this poor man I know he's gone through so much abandonment issues ugh. I, ugh it's all bad I just want this one to find peace why is that so difficult it's so hard. Instead of that, of it being peace and calm and everything is great, instead we get Bella at like 2 o'clock in the morning basically just like screaming in her room. Literally blood screaming. <laughs> being like, and I... Charlie does nothing. No, he's... He's, he's so... He's wearing like earplugs at this point. Listen, him and Carla are blood brothers and by that I mean actually fucking because... <laughs> My God. He has acquired... The skill that is Charlie's just cool, calm, and collectedness. Yep. And, like, as soon as, like, Bella's literally calling bloody murder at this point. Yep. And Charlie's like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Just a normal day. Just, like, slides a meditation CD under her door and is like, just be chill, Bella. It's fine. Hey, have you listened to these su- the sweet, dulcet tones of waves? <laughs> have you heard of this thing? It's called ASMR. It won't be popular for another decade. Anyway, Bella's pissed and she hates Sam. Like, she wants to throw hands with Sam. Um, which I love that personally but it just makes me sad that she's going through all these emotions like that's exhausting and she doesn't need to be doing that right now but instead she is (laughs) jake is just like figure it out (laughs) and tell me as soon as you do (laughs) if you dot 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 if you want to and that was gross. He heads back out for the window again. And this is when we get a lot more of the ableist language than we did the rest of the past two chapters. Mm. And she's just like, Jacob, just use the door. Why are you using the window again? But alas, he does not. Nope. He's just going to swing himself back out. He's just going to start swinging. Yep. And instead, we get more Bella dreams. Yay. <sighs> did you miss it? 
Because nope. it's been 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's been three pages. And it's the same dream. At least Bella finally dream. it clicks. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So it's the same dream. And she gets it. She realizes this time. Mm. It's the same dream that she had before she figured out about, like, Edward. And, but right. this time, she's like, oh, shit, Jacob. Whoa, it's all these things that, that he's boy. been telling me about. <laughs> I know mm. her. Yeah, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she wakes up and she's like oh shit i'm gonna wake up again screaming at the top of my lungs and then yeah. again charlie doesn't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> at this point it's like no yeah so that's great she remembers the time that they were down at la push mm-hmm. so finally bella no i mean how was she supposed to remember something that seemed inconsequential to her at that point but yes so now she knows jacob is a werewolf dun, dun, dun. wow Finally, it only took almost 300 pages for that to happen. Oh, God. (laughs) My favorite thing, though, is... So she's like, Jacob, the only human that I'd ever been able to relate to, and he's not even human. And she's just, like, screaming at the top of her (laughs) (laughs) lungs. Will I ever relate to a human? No. No. The answer is no. No. Because you don't try at all. (laughs) The answer is no, Bella. Sorry. Absolutely not. I do love that she's self-aware, though, because she's like, what does it say about me? And I'm like, maybe be a little bit more reflective in your life, Bella, because you could actually get somewhere. Yeah, maybe if you continued to ask that question, that might be a good idea. (laughs) You could understand yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Instead of that, though, she just bolts down the door and is like, bye, Charlie, I need to go throw hands with Sam. And he's like, I don't... Okay... (laughs) whatever i guess <laughs> sure but charlie is actually worried though not about her screaming but about her leaving because of the wolves aka bad bears bad bears that are in the the woods so the thing is though and they don't mention this until a couple pages after but she's leaving before sunrise so girl <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> You're just going to go over to someone's house (laughs) before sunrise? Hey, so I know we spoke, I don't know, two hours ago. (laughs) In that time, I've gotten little to no sleep, but I do know what's up with you, my dude. I have figured a few things out, though, is the thing. Uh, Good morning, (sighs) Billy. I brought over a fish fry. I know it's a little early for that, but I thought we could chat about your werewolf son. (laughs) Who is also a murderer, because that is what she, that's her assumption, right? Is that not only does she think that he's a monster, a real one, (laughs) um, but that they're murderers. And they're the ones that are killing the hikers. That's what she thinks. Mm. So she's going to go over there. And talk to someone and be like, hey, stop, I guess. I don't know how she thinks that's going to work, but I guess it's she It's so leaves. wild to me that I keep forgetting that the whole, like, establishment of the bad boys, bad boys that we got in the movie is not in the books. So, like, people are going, well, and they're reading this, they're going throughout this entire book up to this point, still not getting that backstory. Yeah. Which is literally wild. Yeah, I mean, the first time that I read these, I thought Jacob was just like, yeah, Belle's totally fine. Let's fuck up motorcycles. Then I'm going to go snap someone's neck. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Like, I get it for drama, but like, (laughs) girl, come on. (laughs) Like, you would think she would sort of know. sweet soft boy is not a murderer. Like, a cold-blood murderer. Especially since he's always having fever dreams about... Fucking, what's her name? Oh my god. Victoria. Victoria. Like, of co- like, why would you not click? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, her her instincts know who's yeah. doing it. But instead, yet, she's like, no, it's just that 14-year-old I know who just gets angry all the time. <laughs> my sweet, soft boy. <laughs> yeah, it must who be loves him. loves me and is a part-time werewolf, so. A part-time <laughs> werewolf? Yeah, like, he works retail. He's a seasonal werewolf. <laughs> Well, he's not a full time. Like he's not twenty four seven werewolf boy. Like he clocks in and out like all of us retail folks. Okay, but can you imagine if cryptids had punch cards for that though? They had to actually clock in and out. That's my favorite uh, thing. I need that. My person. life is a teenage werewolf. <laughs> oh my god! I think that was a Disney Channel original movie at some point. Well, it definitely was. I don't think it was Disney Channel. I think it was Nickelodeon or one of them. But, like, My Life as a Teenage Robot, which was oh my God. fucking lit, and the boppiest theme song ever. Man, this is making me wish that I still watch Teen Wolf, to be honest. 
Oh, well, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was all right those first couple seasons. Was it? Because I it definitely was. watched some of the first season. That was not a great television show. It was, and then they made an mm. unspeakable choice, and I could mm. not watch it anymore. Okay. But I can't talk about it, because spoilers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though that was, like, literally, I don't know, a million Eons years ago. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> The chapter basically ends with Bella on her way to La Push. That's really all we know. Yeah. She assumes that Jacob is a monster and she has to figure out if she wants to choose to be cool with that or not. <laughs> <laughs> so. Am I still down to fuck is the real question. <laughs> I'm cool with white monsters, but like. Oh my God. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. So that's Bella's dilemma right now. As far as Kindle goes and says, we are officially 48% of the way done. So we'll be over halfway by next week. Oh, that's like fucking math. I mean, I didn't do it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking math wizard, are you kidding me? Heck yeah. I invented math. Um, I think my great uncle did. What? Excuse (laughs) me? I'm kidding, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Why would you say that? I was yeah, really actually, just... like, I, I know the dude who invented, like, math, you know? Like, all of math. That was, like, this dude that made it. <laughs> of course it would be a goof. How would it be just my great uncle? Not, like... <laughs> like, you're a bajillion, like, years old. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's such a random thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know what everybody. What is the point of that goof? <laughs> I'm famous, can't you tell? No. <laughs> Oh my god, my great uncle. Yeah, we're all immortals. I don't know. <laughs> what are been... you or are you not a vampire? Um... I'm not taking questions today. <laughs> wow, okay. Real friends. How many of us? <laughs> what if God was one of us, Cody? I just want you to ponder uh, on that for a while. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> production can follow us on twitter at earbud media you can if you want to pitch a show to the network you can just at bet.ly forward slash earbud pitch how about you check out one of the other earbud media productions like fam as fuck hell yeah we talked about extensively and it's the greatest program that you'll ever listen to so like do it maybe hell yeah you can find our show all over the place at into the twilight on twitter on facebook we have a tumblr page into the twilight show.com <sighs> which is where Allie goes to literally decompress after a long clopin shift that she likes to call it. even just thinking about it makes me feel at peace <laughs> she, i can see her like with the like chamomile tea and just like scrolling the depths listening to like asmr or like sweet dulcet tunes and just living her goddamn truth you know honestly you're not wrong <laughs> if you would like to support us you can do so on patreon we have a patreon for as little as a dollar a month you can help support the show and get all sorts of bonus content you can find more information at patreon.com slash into the twilight hell yeah if you don't have those dollars i got you homie you can rate and review us on itunes which is free and take like a minute if you would like to help even more so, we have a survey that you can fill out that'll help us get sponsors and help people listen to the show. You can find that at bit.ly forward slash into the survey or click the link in the show notes. Another thing you can do is share the show with a friend yeah. and have more folks enjoy this podcast because yeah. that will help us eventually get sponsors Thank and you. eventually maybe get merch so thank you because that's like in the works and i don't want to like brag about it but it's gonna be lit and i want it to exist so maybe help us out a little bit thank you so maybe just like do the goddamn thing i don't know (laughs) maybe just do us a solid (laughs) why all that we're suffering for our art for you why don't you just help us for a second (laughs) help us help you analyze this an earbud media production (laughs) thank you (laughs) oh my god do we have names my dude hell yeah i'm thinking about them right now so our artwork is done by maddie fadia you can find maddie's amazing shit at your ghost host 44 on instagram at this point like it's episode 21 
like every celebrity follows her at this point, so like you might as well just join the bandwagon. Like, yeah, come on. I'm pretty sure her. Everyone and- who's ever been on Hamilton probably follows her at this point. Like, yeah. just do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her and Chrissy Teigen are like best friends. So like, they're probably homies. Yeah, and. Our music is done by Eli Krauss. Eli is amazing. I don't know him, but he is. And you can find Eli's work at KraussFilms.com. So here's the thing. I would like your help with choosing the things for this week for these two. Because I was thinking about Maddie and Eli as YouTube challenges. I hate this, but okay. (laughs) So I was thinking for Maddie, oh fuck, what is the one where you stuff marshmallows in your mouth? Oh, chubby bunny? Yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's pure. Yeah. Because that's pure and it's nice. Like her heart and her soul. Yeah. And for Eli, I don't know, maybe the cinnamon challenge? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or yeah. the whisper challenge. I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. I think. I think I've done the cinnamon challenge with Eli Krauss before. Shut like, up. Like very, a very long time ago. Like in the, the eons and early days of our friendship when it was still like somewhat relevant. Shut up. I'm like pretty sure. Like, I, I, could, I would bet like a significant amount of money on that. I, I swear to God, I'm going to find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, I'm shook. I did not realize that. And now I need that in my life personally because <laughs> i don't know what eli Krauss looks like so i mean it's not a video it's like a we just were asshole kids oh well what the hell we didn't also, do it for youtube are you kidding me no absolutely not why is it that when i search cinnamon challenge and your username on youtube i get linked back out of youtube to a forbes article what how <laughs> is that even possible 30 under 30 illuminated kind of <laughs> What have you done to YouTube, Cody? <laughs> I broke the site. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm, ter- I'm burning it down to the ground from the inside. Apparently. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's definitely... We didn't post on the internet. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Why? I, I am. No, what? Why? No. Well, what's the point then? Because we were, <laughs> we were very silly children who <laughs> doing things that were trends with our friends. Oh. I mean, there's like... I'm sure there's video of it, but... I don't own it. I mean... And it's not on the internet, so... You hang out with your friends without recording it? Like, what is that like? Yeah, 2012 was wild. <laughs> We're going on tangents, and we need to end I'm sorry. <laughs> the end credits are wild, folks. Thanks for following along. <laughs> I actually have fan fiction this week. Great. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure it's great? <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to play along. So, three are fake titles. One is real. Please choose the correct one. The first option is she runs with wolves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second option. <laughs> oh, that's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> the second option is my Prince Charming. Uh-huh. The third option is my second chance at forever. Oh, no. And the fourth option is P.S. I love you. Oh, God. I'm going to go with She Runs With Wolves. <laughs> You're so it's wrong. Damn it. <laughs> Please tell me that came from your brain. Please, I was. God. I, I made Please. that up. Oh, thank you. That's good. I'm proud of you. That I was made, a good one. I finally had a couple weeks off to, like, work on this. <laughs> Just really sim- simmer on it. <laughs> I yeah. sat down in a quiet room with white walls, and I worked on my titles. Um, no, you're totally wrong. Uh, the right one is My Prince Charming. Okay. So that is a very real fan fiction that was updated yesterday. Um, <laughs> they just don't quit, do they? No, they, they don't. don't quit. It, the fan fiction began on February 7th of this year. <laughs> and it is written by the username Bellarina Edward. So thank you for that. The epigraph for this fan fiction has a quote from my sister's keeper absolutely not (laughs) and the description is falling in love is easy but can it survive the politics of a royal kingdom can bella and edward be together and rule a country or will love be lost forever what (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's amazing and wild 
in a shocking turn of events, Edward is a prince and Bella's not. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if she was also a prince? That would be wild. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I love that. So this is from chapter one, I guess, from Bella's perspective. When I started having this dream, I told Rose about it. I should have known she can never keep anything to herself, and she told the entire group. Now everyone is having fun at my expense. She calls him my Prince Charming. She still believes in those stuffs. (laughs) I, on the other hand, stopped believing in them when a boy dumped me in high school. It was not like I loved him. It was just a liking, and it was over. I don't need a Prince Charming. I want a simple, caring man and a simple life. Who wants to become Cinderella and a headache of a kingdom? So who am I? I am Bella Swan, a simple girl, and this is my wonderful life. And scene. (laughs) Kill me. Literally just fucking murder me. Like, there's no point, you know? This is just... That, I have to live in a world where that exists, and that's being frequently updated. Yep. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) You don't even need to say that because you're not the one who has Tom watching you watch this and read this. There's not an NSA guy (laughs) up in your internet, up in your devices, living in your phone. No. Then what is Siri, Cody, if not Tom? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Get out of here. Sometimes I'm a conspiracy theorist, all right? <laughs> As we say in books. <laughs> it's out there and get bit, y'all. 